Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan Ciro Moran and Chino Liao coming to you on Eid al-Fitr. So Eid Mubarak to all of our Muslim brothers and sisters, all of our Muslim friends in the wrestling community especially. Uh, you know, hope that everybody's enjoying their holiday as well. You know, anytime we get a holiday, in the middle of a long and stressful work week, that's a great thing. Uh, especially as salary men, I think we're all salary men. I think we all count, right? Uh, for sure, yeah. for sure. All right, so we've got a very packed stream as usual, kahit na holiday. Uh, we got to say thank you, by the way, to everybody who's joining us already on Kumu and on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't yet, please follow us on Spotify. Sobrang laking naitutulong nun sa amin sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So please look for us, The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You see the three of us in our wrestling t-shirts holding the two world championship belts. That's us. Give us a follow and it goes a long, long way. Now, uh, this week, dahil nga holiday, wala si Babyface producer Nikai. Wala rin si Babyface producer Sola. And in their place is Babyface producer Chino. Chino Liao at 4 a.m. manning the controls. This is a miracle that we are witnessing sleep. right here. Sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the weak. So, oh, what's up, JK? Thank you for joining us. If you're just joining us, yeah, in the announce time, si Chino yung nagmaman ng controls ngayon. So please show him some love kasi medyo nakaka, nakakalito siya. So, you know, Chino needs all the positive reinforcement and encouragement that he can get. So in the meantime, uh, we also got to say thank you to our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. Uh, say what's up to Sebastian Goles who made it all possible for us to partner with them for the hashtag WWP 7 Years promo. And congratulations to all of our winners. So we'll be getting in touch with you shortly, and we'll let you know how you can get your prizes from us and from Kramer Toy Warden. Now, sabi nga namin, di ba, meron bagong promo and a new sponsor. Let me just flex my new Macho Man cap, courtesy of our friends from New Era Caps. Hey. So New Era is one of our partners for this next round of promos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. In fact, for week one, 
we're going to be giving out an entire gift pack of goodies from New Era. So we're, uh, we've got some Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage merch that's part of their first collection of WWE merchandise. You can check that out on their Facebook page, New Era Caps Philippines. You can also find them on Instagram. Same. Flash the natin what we're gonna uh, what we're gonna be giving away for week oh, one of the promo. Dang, look at that! Hey, look at that! That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. old school na t-shirt na yeah. you know from the early two thousands. Yes. Yeah. Please note go though na yung t-shirt cha yung cap lang di kasama yung lalaki. Yeah. <laughs> it's the t-shirt and the cap are given away by New Era. Bakaraw ka mo merong naghanap ng Joa, hindi na pwedeng hindi na mikilala tong tao tong lalaki. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving away this Hulk Hogan gift pack courtesy of our friends from New Era Caps. So you can get that snapback and that Hulk Hogan t-shirt and all you have to do is to answer a Hulk Hogan related question on our TikTok. You just have to follow us there. Follow the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Follow New Era as well. We'll put everything down on social media. So now is as good a time as any to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Then on TikTok and Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. And then para siyang radio show, sagutin nyo lang tanong. Pag marami kayong nakakuha ng correct answer, we'll be raffling it off among everybody. It's that simple. All right? Right. So there. Uh, okay, we can. I think we can remove you. Yeah, image okay. of back. Thank you, wow. baby face producer Chino. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like we said, kanina nung, nung pre-show, we've got WrestleMania backlash predictions to talk about. And syempre, kapag may pay-per-view, that means meron din tayong watch party. And you can be part of our watch parties by joining us and being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. So, Ro, let's tell them how they can be part of our Patreon program. All right, guys, you can be a part of this program and enjoy the perks that other people are enjoying at the moment by signing up at our Patreon site, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get access to our Discord community, Discord server. You get um, access to our watch parties, especially this Monday morning, Manila time. Uh, Monday, pala, Manila time, not necessarily morning for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, also get exclusive review content for the shows of the week, which is Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, NXT, pay-per-views, and also exclusive merch. So we are still planning uh, to work on other merch ideas for you guys. So once you are a part of our Patreon community, you get those for free. So, Yon, what are you waiting for? Sign up now. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, Jackie, for dropping it in the comments. All right, let's start with our WrestleMania backlash predictions. Because that's the big show, diba, happening next Monday, Manila time. And let's start off with what I think is the most compelling match on the card. So that's Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Universal Championship. So um, coming off of last week's SmackDown, diba, si Jimmy Uso bumalik siya. And medyo complicated pa rin yung allegiance niya. Because to me, it looks like he's looking out for Jay, pero medyo wala siyang pakialam kina Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. So what role do you think Jimmy Uso will play in all of this? Let's start with Ro. I think eventually he's established to Roman Reigns. I do like the fact that they did they picked up exactly where they left off with Jimmy Noong Hell in a Cell. They re- replayed the whole thing. They showed us that he did get uh, guillotined for the sake of getting Jay to quit. So okay, yun. I like that they didn't rush into it and they just didn't, you know, pop in and pop him back in just for the sake of having another guy in the group. So talagang okay yung ginawa nila. Uh, I like that we're gonna have to work hard to get Jimmy in the group 
and even though it's going to take uh, a while, I don't know, one month, two months, maybe, for sure, sasalisha, and there's no other way around it. Ikaw, Chino, what are your thoughts on this whole storyline? I, I feel like I, I feel like it's the opposite of what Nico said. I don't see Jimmy Uso joining them right now because of this strenuous hold that he and Roman Reigns have. The relationship that is really not as strong. And he's actually very focused on winning the tag team titles. Now that said, uh, Dirt Sheets report that they might actually walk away with the titles any, sometime soon from a, a face team. That being, of course, the Mysterios. Get to later. But uh, I, I see myself having that uh, as... I see it having that aspect, sorry, and I also feel like they will become tag team champions. But you know how though they have, you know how certain tag teams have this uh, unsteady alliance. I feel like the Usos are on their way to that as well because I don't want to see a rehash of the J Uso Uso Roman Reigns storyline. Pero yung kapatid naman niya, like it's not. Hmm. Compelling for me anymore if they do that again. Exactly. So I that's also why I don't want to see it happen. Okay. Say what's up to Sebastian Martinez in the comment section. Um looking at the TikTok, overall sorry, I just want to say he's from TikTok. We have converted one TikTok oh, follower. Hey. Oh nice. a live stream follower. What's up, Vince? I answered this question uh just kanina lang about Jim Carnett. So thank you for asking that and thank you for following us on TikTok. Yeah, I think see Vince Martinez. I've answered a couple of his questions as well. One of them being about the pipe bomb, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Looking at this match, no Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. I don't think na ito yung moment pani Cesaro. Kasi diba, there, there's still a lot of story to tell with Roman being the head of the table, and then with Jimmy Uso uh, finally being part of this. So kung yung end game is Cesaro eventually beats Roman, kailo to mangyayari ano? SummerSlam? I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I feel like. Cesaro isn't ripe for a championship, especially a main championship picture win yet. Uh, however, the beautiful thing about having Roman on top for this long, because honestly, I see Roman Reigns holding the title for 500 days. Like, some ridiculous <laughs> amount of 500 years. Yeah. No, yeah. For some ridiculous amount of time. And I don't see him dropping anytime soon because they're doubling down on him as the face of SmackDown. And that said, because you have somebody as established as Roman Reigns, he brings everybody up to his level. So people who you don't necessarily buy as main event picture players, like a Cesaro or like a Jay Uso, for example, are brought up to his level and he's able to bring compelling storylines out of them. So at least you get that, even if we don't get... Cesaro as your universal champion. Yeah, so I was saying I actually agree that Cesaro isn't going to win this anytime soon. I actually think that like, they're uh, with the stories that are happening on SmackDown, like they're juggling Cesaro's push, then there's juggling Jimmy Uso joining the Anolet, joining uh, Roman Reigns and Co. again. So I feel like what should be happening this Monday or uh, this Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash was supposed to be Seth versus Cesaro 2 for the shot at uh, the Universal Championship. But, of course, uh, 
it's fine because I guess they wanted to move on. They wanted to push Cesaro while the iron is hot. I think if they didn't do that, Manami Magreklamo. And okay, na rin, I guess, but I don't think that it's going to happen anytime soon because this is too soon for Cesaro. I thought they were going to draw it out for a lot longer. And yun, um, I don't know when. Um, you asked when, I don't know when. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Ito yung takot ko eh. Kasi yung nga, like, uh, like a lot of the people in the community, diba? we're all rooting for Cesaro or most of us are rooting for Cesaro. And kasi nga, minadali siya. Ito na, um, kung natalo si Cesaro on Monday, then that's the end of the push. Kasi diba, Roman can say na, you can't be on my level. You can't beat me diba? when, when the lights are at their brightest on the biggest stage possible or whatever. So yun, dun ako natatakot na parang all this momentum towards Cesaro being a single star just goes down the drain after he takes the pin at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that should Cesaro lose, he is going to immediately stop the push. Because he still got Jey Uso. He still got the Usos. Uh, the, it, there's still a mess uh, happening over there. And he still has ways to lose without really losing his power or his star, his shine. So... Yeah, it's it's only the beginning. Cause it's only the beginning of what should be a long flirtation with the main event scene. Yeah, and it's also a good way to pivot him out of the title picture, not necessarily out of the main event scene, just towards a different feud. Right? Like Rose said, the Usos are still there. We still have Seth Rollins in the background for some reason. He's still there. He still has. Uh, flirtations with Roman Reigns, right? We saw that last SmackDown where they had uh, that brief interaction. Yeah. So it's still revolving around the same characters and it's just easy enough. The The beautiful thing about them pushing multiple storylines forward is that it allows people to move into different roles without making such drastic changes. So it's easy for guys like Cesaro to pivot into another feud while still being in the same title picture. All right. Um, I think at this point, we all agree that Roman wins, so we can move on to the next match. Triple threat for the WWE Championship. You have Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. All right. Is anybody actually invested in this story? No. Because I would rather this would have been instead uh, Bobby versus Braun. Because it's okay. I don't want to see Drew McIntyre challenge again for the nth straight time. You Chino. I actually don't know. I'm very torn by this. Um, it's like I don't want anybody to win. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like I can't convince myself to root for any of them. Siguro, the lesser of the evils is probably Bobby Lashley because he's been doing a good job as chat as good job as he can be. But but we don't want to see Braun win because nobody likes Braun. We don't want to see Drew win because he's been shoved down our throats multiple times. So for, to have Bobby retain is, I guess, the easier choice for me. But honestly, the least offensive I, option. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I can't really. I don't really care. Like if Bobby yeah, actually retains, then I don't know. Parang I don't know who's left to elevate to that level. To the WWE Championship level, because parang okay. After this, it's probably gonna be Lashley versus Braun one on one, and then uh, they're gonna move Drew to Sheamus after Jinder, pala, which you can see in my background, uh, because that, those are the rumors for the plans for Jinder and Drew. So yeah, you know, it's gonna be quite the boring summer for Raw, I think, because uh, must exciting pala na SmackDown. Oh, on the men's side at least, the women's yeah. side. Uh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I wish they told better stories. Because I actually like Bobby Lashley as champion. And I've heard a couple of stories from Bobby Lashley himself that makes me want to keep rooting for him. And he also has a lot of love for the Filipino community. So that's a bit of a teaser for what's to come for the Filipino community, Filipino wrestling community as uh, related to Bobby Lashley. But yeah, uh, there, there's really not much here, honestly, with, with this yeah, triple threat. Parang, ano lang siya, parang placeholder feud, alam mo Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. That's why uh, I was complaining the other day about how the raw side of Backlash is all rematches in some form as opposed to SmackDown. They really use the time to move forward and explore the depths of their roster. So, so okay talaga SmackDown. And it's such a disservice to Bobby Lashley because yes. you think that because he's a newer champion and he's a new face for the brand that they'd use that opportunity to bring up newer guys to face him as well. But it's lang around the same people yung feuds niya. And it's, it sucks because he deserves better challengers, essentially. Itong sinabi ni Lance, sorry. Sorry, I just want to yeah. shout out yung sinabi ni Lance. He might be, I think he's joking, but there is something to his suggestion of having Cedric versus Bobby because there is still some unresolved angles and threads from the Hurt Business breakup. So I would actually much rather see Cedric versus Bobby for a Cesaro versus Roman-like championship story on Raw. I was gonna say na ang problema kasi ng raw main event picture is walang baby face na na top guy aside from Drew, yeah, or maybe Braun kasi si Braun medyo parang anti hero na siya at this point eh. so walang pure na baby face na top guy other than Drew. Uh, Jeff Hardy's not on that level. Randy Orton's an anti hero. Riddle you can't really take all that seriously. Yung New Day medyo bumaba ulit sa tag team level, de ba? Not to take a dump on the tag team division, but it is what it is, de ba? So wala talagang top guy na baby face eh. so. Daniel Bryan when he resigns, resigns with WWE, whenever that is. So they're still expecting mm. to resign with WWE. I like it. I, I dig that idea. It's something I can get behind and something yeah, if, I'm willing to explore if it actually happens. Yeah, if it's him, it's him. Right? But if it's somebody else, it's somebody else. As long as it's not Drew or Braun or, or whoever that na we in that same spot. Yeah. Just, just give us fresh matchups. That, that's all we want, please. I, I need Bobby Lashley to have fresh opponents. Right, we'll get to the rest of our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash in a bit. But first, here's a special offer that we have for you, our viewers and listeners of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, courtesy of our friends from Zalora. All right, guys, our Zalora promo is still ongoing, I think, until the end of the month, I believe. Uh, if you want to get your fits, your fresh finds from Zalora, from brands like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, and stuff like that, you can use our special checkout code, Wrestling. Again, I don't have to spell that for you. Wrestling, that gives you 25% off plus 10% cashback for your minimum purchase of 1,999 pesos. Yun, use it. Wrestling, check it out. All right, now let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O and use our referral code, Wrestling2XPod. 
All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, Wrestling2XPod, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu. All right, saying hey to Scumageddon, who says he just saw Moxley versus Nagata from this week, uh, from today's episode of Dynamite. What an awesome match. I agree. They should have given it more time, considering it was actually a title match. Jeb, Jeb says the, the SmackDown throwback episode, he doesn't know why they used the old 80s WWF logo instead of the Attitude Era Scratch logo, which was yung kasagsagan ng SmackDown on you know, the programming. Uh, he says that the Teddy Long return is satisfying. And the original blue SmackDown ref shirts have returned. Uh, Emil says China is super active, surprisingly, considering it's 4 a.m. where he is. Well, <laughs> he has he says sleep is for the week. No truer uh, words, Emil. No truer words. <laughs> Jeb says Santa's associated with the promo Natin replica belt on grand price. Okay, we'll keep that in mind and we will find some uh, willing partners to give that away. Diba, diba? Mm. Uh, and we need numbers. We need you guys and your friends to follow us on Spotify, follow yeah. us on our social media platforms. Diba? The more of us that come together and bring these stats and the numbers forward, the, the more likely we're able to get these partners. Chaka engagement, guys. When we no, have a no. contest, as many people as possible should join oh, so that we can build up interest for all these prizes. Because sayang naman yung prize, sa amin lang din mabubunta. So, uh, <laughs> It's it's better if it goes out to you guys. But we want to give these things away, but you have to join the contest. That's true. right. So see si Joseph on Facebook Sabinya, tuli parin ba yung Funko Pop promo. Actually, uh, it's over for this week. However, uh, if you want to share with us yung video nayan of you and your brother, then please send it to us. Cause we sayang naman, di ba nag effort na rin kayo. Just uh, send it to us and we want to see what you guys come up with. Make sure sana you tag us. Kanina, at, <laughs> oh, sana pinuso kanina. At wrestling to expod, tag us. Okay. Uh, we want to see it parin. Cause it, it's always nice seeing how creative our listeners can be. Shoutouts as well to Nel de la Peña, to Kyle Martin. Uh, Kyle, how about a draft soon so that Raw can have some new top baby faces? Dude, we just had had a draft draft. last October. (laughs) Yeah, we just had the draft. No, I don't. Yeah, the drafts are happening every season premiere. So you have to wait uh, five, six more months. Uh, Five more months. Yeah, five more months. Yeah, before a, a draft actually happens. Okay, let's go back to our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. God, that's a mouthful. Um, triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Ito yung problem ko dito was something that Ricky Publico brought up in his Raw review on SmartHenry.com. And it's that we haven't heard from Rhea Ripley at all. We haven't really heard from Asuka either. Like, it's all, it's all Charlotte. Like, I'm the opportunity. I got suspended. I'm coming back. I've got this trope, blah, blah, blah. And then see Asuka, she's just being Asuka, yelling random things in Japanese, which to everyone who doesn't speak Japanese, parang basically gibberish na yun, diba? And then Rhea Ripley is just Rhea Ripley na parang natanggalan ng personality, which for me is such a disservice to her as a character. 
Uh, the thing with Rojase is that they somehow end up focusing too much on the random matches and you know random repeating matches. creativity, which is um, matches are fine, matches are good, especially when the wrestling is good. But sometimes you gotta balance it out with talking segments as well. Like uh, Rhea Ripley deserves a promo. Uh, Charlotte deserves. Um, Charlotte gets promo time, but Champre, uh, there are other people on the roster. Rhea deserves. Um, uh, a chance to introduce herself and to flesh out her character ever since appearing on Raw like a month, a little over a month ago. Right? Recently, she didn't come back to Raw. Yeah, well, uh, one month before WrestleMania. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Her in, and then you're the number one contender. Na siya. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Raw really has to balance the talking stuff with the wrestling stuff. It's also a balance. It's also a lack of focus on who they're choosing because of all the three people in this feud, I feel like Charlotte was the least important person there. That's true. She was just the one dropped in in the middle of this feud. Right? She was she was already taken out of it and then she slotted back in. And it just goes to show how inconsistent their storytelling is because they, they didn't really know what to do with Charlotte at first. They took her off TV, then they put her back, and then now she's in the title picture again. And now she's being focused on so much more than the actual champion of, of this feud, which is Rhea Ripley. So I would have loved to he, he, her to have heard more from Rhea Ripley, but at the same time, I feel like no matter who wins here, Alexa Bliss is getting them. So parang yun yung end game nila. Yo, Nisapa, that's another thing that we're talking about. Thanks for, for pointing that out, Chino. Um, who's going to be facing Alexa Bliss for the championship then? Because it seems like that's where her sights are focused. So who's going to stand on top as the women's champion after Backlash? Yeah, one. Uh, I, I hope it's Rhea, but the way they're booking her, because it's transitional champion. Like Charlotte wasn't available for WrestleMania, so they put it on Rhea. And then Rhea's going to eat the pin once again for Charlotte after a year. Right? So it's going to be really bad for everyone involved. Yeah, same. I feel like Char- Charlotte's always been their girl, their woman, their person for for this division. So, so if Charlotte does walk away with the title, it makes the the juxtaposition of horror better, so much better than against Rhea or against Asuka. Because first of all, see Asuka English is in her strong suit, so I don't know if she can convey that horror properly. Because it's such a it's such a dialogue heavy feud, but you look at oh, all the uh, look at all the other horror feuds, and you'll get why I said that. But then at the same time, I don't think it works against Rhea because at this point in her stage, parang parang masaya tatakutin, de ba? Is she afraid of anything? Like she it doesn't. I would like that. to see that, de ba? I would like to see Rhea humanized because, de ba? She's such a strong dominant presence, de ba? Ang daming gusto magpaapa kay yeah. Rhea Ripley, but if you see her getting the crap scared out of her by uh, Lily and Alexa Bliss, then you know uh, th- that's a different layer to her character. See, that's the thing, though. I don't think people are ready to buy into that just yet because, uh, she's been billed as this strong superwoman. For me, if I saw that as opposed to somebody like Charlotte, who's already been through a rigor of emotions in her WWE career, I feel like she would sell it much better. Uh, see, JK in the comments, sabi niya, I can't stand Charlotte anymore. To be honest, it's all WWE style again. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Um, let's start with the row. What makes Charlotte different from Roman Reigns? Because si Roman Reigns, parang pareho naman yung booking nila ni Charlotte, di ba? forever champion, always on top. 
annoying heel. So what makes Roman different from Charlotte? Before I answer that, uh, I want to I want to read out Emil's comment here on Kumu. He says that he hopes it's Rhea that would face Alexa. I say, remember how Bliss got eliminated by Rhea Ripley at the Royal Rumble? So okay, may something done. Uh, definitely one to watch out for. As for the question of is Charlotte Roman Reigns or what makes her different from Roman Reigns, I don't know. I think the I think the whole taking time off thing that was Asha in the middle of a hot streak and then having some inconsistent booking really hurt her. I say Roman what Roman enjoyed the benefits of being consistently booked strong ever since he returned at SummerSlam last year. So uh yon and Charlotte does not have that yet. He doesn't have the luxury she doesn't have the luxury of uh of great uh, micromanaged booking from the wrestlers themselves, the, her own creative input. So if she can get that consistency, Eddie, I mean, it in some way. But until that doesn't happen, or until that happens, uh, she's kind of a lost cause right now. Chino, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I feel like Charlotte also suffers from the because of the inconsistent booking, she suffers from the inability to tell compelling stories. Instead of her, most of her feuds have always focused about around being the best, being the champion, being victorious. Whereas with Roman, we've seen him in feuds that involve careers, families. There's depth to it. And Charlotte hasn't really gotten to that point yet. She hasn't really gotten the opportunity to put things on their line, like family, diba? or or like, you know, lang nung feuds niya in, in a way. And so while she is being pushed to the moon, it isn't something that people can actually relate to. It talks about Janelle in the comments. Alexa telepathically attacked Shayna's legs. You know what? And I saw that unfold. I thought it was a random tapos, randomly natapos na lang yung match and uh, that was super weird. I didn't like it. So maybe I guess she is going after the tag team championships with someone. I don't know. With I don't who? know who, really? with who. I don't know. I, I would buy that though. Me. If she goes into a tag team match Tapos yung doll lang yun nandun sa corner niya. I would freak, I would freak out. Kasi di ba, kung ikaw yung kalaban mo, bali mo ba tong kalaban ko? Why is your tag team partner a doll? <laughs> That's so messed up. I, yeah, I would not like to see that. I would love that. If that actually happens, I would freak out. That's so cool. Okay, let's go to the next match and let's stay with the women here. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Feeling ko a uh, placeholder feud rin to, pero at least it's fresh kasi Bailey wasn't booked for WrestleMania. So at least she gets the backlash spot here and, and gets to put Bianca Belair over. Yeah, Bianca pa rin. Yeah, Bianca needs a statement victory, really. Not that Sasha wasn't a statement victory, but she needs to retain against an established former champion. Like Bailey, so I say Bianca retains. Yeah, I feel like it's a hell of a rub because Bailey has always been yeah. saying that she's the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. So if Bianca can get that win over her, Eddie, that makes Bianca the best. Yep. yep right. Exactly. EST. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, staying with SmackDown, the tag team championships are on the line between the Dirty Dogs and the Mysterios. So uh, we kind of touched on this earlier. 
Diba, there are rumors that the Usos are slated to win the tag team championships from a face team. And it kind of makes sense to have the Mysterios win, give Ray and Dominic that father-son moment. Yung, yung moment na na gustong gustong makuha ni LeBron and Bronny. You know, give that to Ray and Dominic and then the following episode or the following pay-per-view, boom, Usos na. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what's going to happen, I think. After I saw the rumor that the Usos are planned for a tag team championship win, I'm going to Yeah, same, same. All right, and finally, um, just to, to wrap a bow around everything you said Rona, but on the Raw side, it's really just a bunch of rematches and rehashes from the WrestleMania card. We get Damian Priest and The Miz in a Lumberjack match. So, yeah, no stakes, though. I, 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 yeah. I don't get why we're, we're getting this. Um, to me, it's a vehicle, I think, for the eventual turn of the Miz against John Morrison because we saw we've seen the seeds planted for that. Uh, really subtle hints that it's gonna happen. So, I think uh, something's gonna happen here. Uh, John is probably gonna, you know, abandon Miz somewhere, or someone's gonna something's gonna happen, they're gonna bump into each other, or something like that. That was doing to start the story in the end. So that's what's that's the point though? Why turn why turn uh, the Miz on John Morrison? And we, we've already seen this story, the Bana. The Miz turned on Jomo after the WWE draft in 2009, I think, or 2010. And see, Jomo, <laughs> yeah, but Jomo turned face and wala, parang, wala, he was just your average mid-card baby face who would hold the intercontinental or US championship every once in a while. Like, what makes this version of John Morrison compelling as a baby face? Okay as a bumbling heel. I don't know. I think he's a better wrestler than he than he was ten years ago. So uh, I I'm actually willing to see uh, face John Morrison push because sobrang wala na rin depth on the babyface side on Raw. So you know what? Let's try it and see what happens. Ikaw, Chino, what do you think? I feel like John Morrison's gonna be the heel. Like <laughs> talking about trying things differently. How different is it to see a face Miz? You see that it was also not good. <laughs> no, but I mean, it hasn't been. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while. So I, I would actually prefer to see that more than the same rehash story from nine years ago because it gives them an opportunity to explore characters that they don't usually habit. You know. My, I mean? No, my problem can say is that John Morrison wrestles like a face. Uh, the fun parkour capoeira stuff uh, really endears him to audiences, and it's really good. It comes off really good. So, talagang there's no way but to turn John Morrison face. I it would be extremely weird to make heel sha, and I, I just want to see it because it, it's something. It's depth on the Raw roster that absolutely needs it. Sabi ni Aaron in the comments, face Miz is lame. And you know what? I agree. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen you in WWE 24 ni Miz. It, it's very good. Like, as a human being, the Miz is somebody I'd like to be friends with. Because um, he's a success story. Right? He's a fan like us. And, and, and he really carved out his own role for himself in WWE. But as a character, as an on-screen presence, sobrang douchebag niye. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd root for him whenever he cuts a really nasty and vicious promo. But those are his strong suits. And... We already saw him flounder as a babyface in 2013, 2014. Nung figure four from Ric Flair. Like, <laughs> there wasn't really much that he could do as a babyface because even the Miz understands that he's a grade A douchebag and he should stay that way. That's true. That's true. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Emil yeah, says, cool, cool. says on Kumu that he watched a bunch of Miss and Mrs. episodes lately, which can say it comes on after Raw. He it says that he it makes him want to see Miz as a compelling baby face. Maybe if there's something there, as you know, uh, if you focus on the fact that he's a dad, maybe there's something there, you know, as a face, Miz. But on the whole, I think even he understands that there isn't much money in that. The only way I see this working. I, I, Face Miss was is his feud with Shane McMahon. The only reason he was a successful face in that feud was because Shane was so much more annoying. Yes, that's true. Miz, right? So if they are able to make Jomo more annoying than Miz, it's impossible because he's so likable. But if they're able <laughs> to do that, then it might actually work. But again, this is just a shot in the dark for my end. Between the two of them, Jomo is the more likable one. Yeah, yeah. So, so like they're both they're both guapo, but they're both handsome men. Si Jomo yung tipong uh, wow, si Crush. Si Miz yung tipong grabe sobrang guapo yun, pero sarap sa pakini. Eh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sobrang presko yeah. kasi na tao. So, so that's that's the difference between Jomo and the Miz. Let's go to the comments here. Sabi ni Julian, uh, uh, it's a question about Raw. Ano yung reaction yun on what seems to be Jeff Hardy's burial? Uh, I, I wrote about this on Grapevine yesterday. And it's not really a burial in as much, I mean, insofar as it is really just them rotating the cast on Raw. Biro mo nagawa pa nila yun. May depth pa lang on Raw to rotate the cast every now and then. Uh, which is true. Uh, you got guys like Drew Gulak and Angel Garza getting more screen time uh, on okay, at the expense of guys like Jeff Hardy. Uh, on TikTok, Jeff Hardy is super popular. So um, that's a reason why he still keeps getting airtime and getting pushes uh, every now and then. So uh, even if we are kind of tired of the old Jeff Hardy act, a lot of casuals still like Jeff Hardy. That's a reason why they keep looking for him. So uh, ko, have no fear because eventually he's relevant to spotlight. Because if he stays in the spotlight for too long, we're going to get tired of him. Yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna get hurt so bad and he's gonna go back to drugs or something. Yeah, Jeff Hardy is not a young man anymore. He's in his forties now, right? We don't need to see Victory Road all over again. Exactly. <laughs> Mid forties. So it's actually very uh it, it's actually not out of the realm of possibilities to see him actually retire in like in the next few years. So he's been injured so many times and he's not young anymore. So if, if, if this is their way to give him some time to recuperate or to not take on such a heavy schedule, then yeah. I'm all for it, right? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, let's close out our predictions by predicting Damon Priest versus The Miz. Oh, it's got to be Priest. I mean, at this point, you got to push the young guy. It's <laughs> like no? Oh, And I think if young Miz guy, because Damon Priest is like 38, oh, yeah, yeah. 39. Right, that's true, that's true. That's absolutely true. He's as old as Nakamura. Uh, if John Morrison and The Miz are going to break up, then Damien Priest has to win. Because they have to have some tension. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, no. I, I, Damien, first of all, let me just say, Damien Priest might not be a young guy, but Punishment Martinez is pretty old. He's been around <laughs> a while. So that said, if they're going to push somebody like him, there's no better time than now. Because he's paid his dues, I feel like. He's been in NXT, he's been on Raw, and he, he's been doing the bad the, the old bad bunny thing for himself just to put him over 
just to grab just to help his career along with somebody who is much bigger who is a much bigger name than he is yes. benefit he, the fact that not a lot of people know him they paired him up with a guy who was very popular actually helped him along and it wasn't and it didn't hurt him because the guy actually can wrestle see bad buddy can actually wrestle the right? yep. put in mm-hmm. the, put in the work to wrestle so now that he's on his own he can actually show off what he can do in the ring right? to, to casuals and to people who are don't really watch NXT inya lang paulit-ulit yung mga match nila so well that's not his fault that's yeah. the creative's fault right? the yeah. guys like him like Mustafa Ali like Ricochet they're only able to work within the certain parameters that are set for them and they make the best right. of it yeah yep. yeah all right so there you have it those are our predictions for WrestleMania backlash i'm sure there will be like a match or two added right after the stream or right after this podcast because WWE so if you want to keep the conversation going make sure to follow us on twitter or on tiktok at wrestling2xpod we'll take a quick break when we come back we'll talk about your new TNT champion Sawakas Lord finally talk about that uh, but first, we got to let you know about another way you can help support the podcast through our friends from Lazada. All right, guys. Everything you want and need from Lazada's many, many sales. Hashtag So you can help the podcast through your shopping at Lazada by using our special affiliate link, which you will click on before you uh, check out, you know, at the cart and check out. Use the link podlink.co slash EUL podlink.co slash EUL portions of your purchases will go to the wrestling wrestling podcast at the PNA to help us do what we do. All right. And now another word from our other podcasts on podcast network, Asia. Psst, kailan ka last nag joyride? Alam mo yung may kasama ka, sobrang tawa lang kayo ng tawa, sabaw yung usapan nyo, kahit saan kayo dali ng trip nyo, ayos lang. Tapos biglang tatahimik, lalalim yung usapan, magiging intellectual, emotional. Ngayon, kahit stuck ka mag-isa sa bahay, sa traffic, sa trabaho, pwede ka nang sumabay sa joyride of intellectual wall conversations sa podcast kong Sabayan with Victor, produced by Podcast Network Asia. Sabay na sa Sabayan with Victor. Let's get some shoutouts on Kumu. All right. Saying hey to Kimberly, John Abong, who sent us halo halo. Maraming salamat. Saying thank hey you. to Marshi underscore Jinwoo, who just followed us on Kumu. Thank you. Thank you. Admin Angela is here as well. He says, or he asks, maganda rin yung Charlotte versus Bliss. Kaya lang, Charlotte na naman as champion. I don't think he likes that idea. We don't either. Uh, saying hey to G underscore Ramos, Wang Jerim, Gloria 13, uh, Marvin Ebora, Ralph underscore Brian X. Abby is also here tonight. Thank you. What's up, Abby? What's up, uh, Abby? Yon. Thank you guys for joining us on Kumu and on Facebook. Saying hey to Papi Derv, who is representing the Squirtle Squad here, hey. on, uh, here on the Facebook. All right. Um, Julian's asking, ano yung podcast equipment natin? You want to answer that here or sa TikTok? <laughs> TikTok na lang. TikTok na lang. Since Julian is one of our TikTok followers, we will display, we will take videos on tic- for TikTok. Okay. Okay. Set up tour ba tayo? Pwede, pwede. All right. Let's go to AEW now and let's talk about the big news. Miro is your new TNT champion. Thank you, Lord. May nakikinig sa taas. Oh my God. I, I'm so over Super Darby. 
I've tweeted about this for weeks. I've said this on the podcast for weeks. Now I I just cannot buy Darby Allen anymore as a serious and credible threat. I cannot. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm so overstaying. I'm so over their stupid little fist bump. Nung inuupakan siya ni Miro. I'm so done with that. Like I'm I'm so glad that Miro is now the TNT champion. Wow, you heartless, heartless bastard. Wow. I actually don't I actually don't agree with Darby not being a threat. Pero uh, it Ooh, is yeah. a fact that Darby and his matches are apparently the highest rating segments of Dynamite. That's why he ends up getting the main event spot every night. But I don't agree with it because, siempre. Uh, for me, the TNT Championship is a mid-card championship. Uh, it should be main eventing the first hour. There are other uh, other main event-worthy matches. Like, for example, this week's episode, uh, Young Bucks versus SU, that deserved the main event because it was such a yeah. huge moment for SU to break up after losing. Or maybe even a Shepherdist. They're not going to put Moxie versus Nagata on the main event. But yes, uh, going back to Miro, Shepherdist, uh, I don't think there was any other possibility. I don't think that Miro Hold would... up, we said that about the other Darby Allen challengers, and we were wrong week no, after no. week after week. No, Shempre yung mga matches like John Silver and stuff like that. Pre- Easy 10. Yeah, Preston Vance is gonna win. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I could have bought the Butcher. I wouldn't have bought the Butcher. No, I wouldn't have bought the Butcher either. Come yeah, on. Uh, Miro is unstoppable. I thought that they were actually improving on the Brock Lesnar versus small guy match formula um, on the episode. So kudos to them on that. I actually want Miro to work as their own version of Brock Lesnar. Because I, I think it's So Bruce is asking how long was Darby Allen TNT champion? 186 days. And I think that was 156 days too many. No, I, I feel like you're being too harsh on Darby Allen because I feel like Darby Allen is such a compelling character. I don't I'm, I'm not saying that he's a bad wrestler. I'm just saying that he's not compelling. <laughs> okay. Tell me why he's compelling. Tell me why he isn't compelling. Stan. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, he's a five foot six guy who who is ripped. Yes, pero what he's gonna throw himself off of whatever height and he's gonna bring out whatever weapon and he has face paint on. Big whoop. Jeff Hardy did that 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing, Stan. Darby Allen represents a whole segment of the population that is misunderstood and mistreated. Yung mga skaters, yung mga punk rockers. And not to say that Jeff Hardy didn't do that for himself. But Jeff Hardy's whole deal wasn't focused on that clean living aspect. Yung, yung the whole skate scene, the whole punk rock scene. But that's what Darby represents. He represents the marginalized youth of, of America. Which yes, is, a white guy white... represents the marginalized communities. Why? White people can Why be marginalized. Yeah. White people, white can, people be can be poor. White, too. People, white people... Stan, he was named after two of the world's most famous punk rockers. Okay? Yes, the I guy who you... took a dump on stage. I know. I know you don't really care about punk rock as a hip-hop station guy. But at the same time, Darby <laughs> Allen represents a whole segment of people that can actually relate to his character. Because he's an underdog, he's an outsider, he's actually not the biggest guy in the ring 90% of the time he's in there. Right? And yet he's still able to put his career on the line every time. And honestly, I can respect that because I find that really compelling. Yes, ang haba nung title ring and for most of it, was very uneventful. But I don't really see that as Darby Allen's problem. 
I feel no, like it's that not, it's not a story. story. I, I, I feel like it's, it's storytelling. Yeah, it's a AEW name. But right, that, right. Does that mean Darby Allen isn't a compelling guy? I mean, absolutely not. I, I will okay, say, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna chime in before. I know. Because I will say that while it is true that he represents the that demographic, I believe that when after he won the TNT Championship, parang nawala na yun in favor of all these um the Sting open crap. The team Taz yeah, crap. The, yeah, the Sting Team Taz crap that kind of took over, and then they kind of dropped the ball on Darby, and then they kind of just used him as a crutch in that. Okay, let's go to Darby for some good matches every week, which is true to mind. It happened, and they were good, but uh, na sacrifice yung kanyang personal uh, fleshing out sa lagay na yan. So maybe if if he were uh, explored more uh, every week or every other week, maybe he wouldn't feel so shoved down the road. But people love him. Uh, people love him uh, Again, as a champion. Yeah. All of your reasons are not his fault. I don't hate him as much as Stan does. I just may, may uh, si Chino that I think is super interesting, and it's that uh, how, how do you become a compelling character, diba? I think nung build up the Darby Allen to become TNT champion, sana they really established na yeah, there's a backstory here. You can get behind him whether or not you're part of that community which he represents. The problem is he was a champion for such a long time, which yes, not entirely Darby Allen's fault. But remember you natin about holders versus chasers. Darby Allen should have been a chaser, not a holder. Sure. So, okay. so yun, yun yung, yun yung isang malaking problem with his writing throughout the last half year. Which is why, yung nga, parang, wala, sobrang hindi na believe kay Darby Allen. Like, I, I need him off of TV for about a month. I need to miss him before I care about him again. That's you. Anyway, uh, let's go back to Miro because I think he deserves to be talked about as well. Yeah, sure. uh, Julian says that Miro looks like a dominant force. Na hindi kagaya dati, which uh, before this point, uh, he was only a lackey of Kip Sabian or a sidekick or the best man, if you will, of Kip Sabian. And all throughout the match earlier, he was asking the camera, "Is this underwhelming?" And it feels like he's mad at the crowd for not thinking he was a big enough deal when it's actually uh, Tony Khan's fault for writing him as the best man. I mean, tito ba nagtito ba underwhelming? Didn't people want you to be the dominant force that you were back when you debuted in 2014? Honestly, I feel like that's a Okay, I'm going to take this from the point of view of a stand-up comedian and say that whenever a comedian gets mad at the crowd, the crowd turns on him. And I feel like that's a heel way to put himself over further as a heel, right? to get more people to boo for him. you know. And it's not just fans and the audience, but us here in the smart world that are discussing his victory. Right? Because you want to actually draw heat. And if, well, the best way I can see him drawing heat right now from everybody, from every segment of the demographic is to absolutely turn on all of them. And, I, and, and maybe I'm putting too much effort into this frame of thought. But at the same time, if this is his frame of thinking, he's a smart guy. He knows how to get heat. So it's not impossible for me to think that that's the purpose. Niya. Gets good actually, but ironically, uh, by him or by him becoming a dominant force, people are gonna like him again. Yeah, I actually love yung outfit ni Miro this week. Like he looks like a gladiator. 
Magandang yeah, katawa yeah. niya, diba, to begin with. Yeah, pero yeah. him dressing the way he did uh, in, in this championship match, sobrang gladiator feels. And sana tuloy-tuloy na to for Miro because they didn't really do him a lot of favors by booking him as Kip Sabian's lackey for, again, another half year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I like shorts. That's what I was going for when I wore shorts. So good on him for looking like a champion. Yeah, long overdue. Uh, both things were long overdue. Darby Allen finally taking a meaningful loss and Miro finally becoming a champion or getting into a meaningful story in AEW. Uh, totally long overdue. Um, but now let's dig into it a bit. Uh, John Moxley and Yuji Nagata. Wait, I wait, think... wait, wait, wait. I wanna, I wanna focus on the end of that match. How do you guys okay. feel about the the consistent gang wars that are going on in? AEW? Oh, dude, it's the usual AEW cluster F. Wait, which diba, one? Which one? Diba, the diba, Dark Order coming Dark out. Dark Order comes ah. out. Same Sting. Oh, see, yeah. yeah like, I'm, I'm so glad that you talked about the end of that match because for some reason, this episode of AEW Dynamite, they wanted to do so many things that they didn't let the, their moments breathe. Like you know, SCU stuff, they didn't linger on SCU breaking up. They had to show it. They have to show it to us after the commercial break. Tapos yun yung sinabi gang war. Parang okay, Miro just won the championship. Couldn't he rest? Couldn't he live a little? And can't you save your gang war for next week? So I'm like, hey, you really need a second show at this point. Yeah, no, and you don't just need a second show. You need a second show that focuses on the right people. It's a problem that AEW has had because they keep hiring everybody that leaves WWE. They keep picking up people left and right. And, and they thought it would be solved by having two darks. But honestly, they just need to find the focus on the right people because... Because of having such a deep roster, is everybody has to have a faction and not all the factions are focused on properly. Just look at last week. Security Marshall got buried by Cody. So now all four of them are back to doing dark or or what No, not really. Yeah. Anthony Ogogo is booked for double or nothing. Okay, for, fair. Pero paano yung tatlo, diba? What's gonna happen then? Is, this, up the Ogogo. Is, is, is that just a vehicle for Ogogo then? Diba? Parang sayang I, I have yung, no idea. Uh, sayang yung effort nila eh, diba? Like, it's such a mistimed opportunity, diba? You have Miro's moment taken over by Dark Order Dark Order shenanigans. And, and even been... Page and Scorpio Sky shenanigans, sorry. Yeah, exactly, ahead. yeah, exactly. So, sayang lang talaga in general that they have to keep consistently pushing these club feuds these gang wars, these cluster Fs on us on a weekly basis. Hindi lang yun. The women don't get much time, diba? I think we yeah. said this that in before. But like, uh, all we got was a Thunder Rosa squash match, a Britt Baker interview, and another hey, female Jade interview. Cargill interview. Jade, Cargill, Jade Cargill, thank you. Yeah, so like every week there's a Jade Cargill spot and a Dr. Britt spot. And then bahala na kung sino nasa ring. That's it. That's all the women get from a two-hour program, which is really, really unfair when you look at it, considering all the time that the Dark Order gets. Yeah, uh, I said I've said it before on a review, I think on my Patreon reviews. No, uh, for some reason they keep prioritizing the the weird mid-card feuds that nobody wants to see, like QT versus Cody, Imal Butcher and the Blade stuff, instead of the women that actually that we want to see, the women who deserve ring time, like Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida, right? Who, who, wants, who wants to see Butcher and the Blade? <laughs> who wants to see all of those guys? Well, I want to see the Butcher and the Blade because I want to see the bunny. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
Pero but yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Time. But Hikaru Shida is as underdeveloped as Rhea Ripley, and Shida's been uh, champion for a year. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> So yeah, it's just a lazy way to end the show, honestly. Yeah. If you do it once, fine. But if you do it four or five times in a row, come on, guys. And dami dami <laughs> just silicon, wala kayong maisap na finish. Wala kayong <laughs> Diba? It's just lazy on their part right now. Sabi ni Tony Khan, kailangan nabubas sila every week para may ring time, may air time sila. Oh. Sayang daw, binabayad nila kay Alex Reynolds eh. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, Moxley and Nagata. Uh, we mentioned earlier and it was a great match. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. But I think a lot of people were really talking about John Moxley's new theme song. So Tony Khan has licensed the song Wild Thing by the Trogs. It's a it's an old song from the time of the Beatles. It came out in 1966. Okay, that's how old this song is. And I didn't know nuuna na it was a tribute to Atsushi Onita from FMW, uh, one of the legendary Japanese deathmatch wrestlers. Because it's the entrance theme. Niya. But if you didn't know that, and you heard the song, so out of place in wrestling, yeah. especially yeah. for a crazy mf or like John Marsley. Yeah. I like I like John's original original theme. Yeah. I don't know. A lot better than Wild Thing. Hindi bagay. It feels like a UFC thing, which is, uh, I guess, bagay siya if you already uh, familiarize yourself with how uh, UFC fighters choose their songs. So uh, in, in in that environment, bagay siya. But on AEW in a pro wrestling environment where it's usually either hip-hop or metal or rock, hard rock, an old 1960s uh, classic rock song, isn't really it. And it's kind of weird. Although eventually it's probably just gonna grow on us. All right. Now I feel like first of all, to restricting it to just two genres is wrong because just look at Jungle Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. New wave. Sorry, sorry. Uh, off the top of my head, lang. Just it's it's very open to interpretation the idea of theme music. However, when with regards to John Moxley having something so slow uh, as Wild Thing play for him, when we're so used. To his theme here, and even his original WWE theme, which is very similar sounding. Diba? Grunge, very grunging theme, John Moxley. Exactly, that, very very fast paced, very angry. Even so, compare that to this. So I guess yes. So yes, basically it's. Uh, Ro mentioned something about it being very MMA. See, Moxley, naman, diba? his recent he's his recent run through all the indies is as. Uh, an uh, MMA fighter of sorts, but he did blood sport multiple times now. So yep. I, I guess it's something that he's also leading into a bit more. Yeah, the Anita tribute is there since he is originally a deathmatch wrestler. But uh, for me, I don't really see it as such a departure from Moxley because after all, you're the wrestler who wants to walk out the music you actually like. It's yep. not like you're in the WWE where you're restricted to only what management gives you. Uh, I guess. I just don't... I'm just not feeling it. I didn't feel yeah, it. it's, it's, it's weird to me. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying... Uh, it's as cool to me as WWE going for great balls of fire. Yeah, because that happened. That happened once upon a time. No, yeah, no. So, okay, I, let's, I, I, so, it's... It's not as weird as it as it seems for me, at least. Let's throw this out to the listeners, because this is a question that we were talking about in the group chat nating tatlo. So if you could license any song for like a wrestler, what song would that be? Or even for yourself, yeah. if you could yeah. find uh, the, the license for your own entrance theme, what would it be? So let's throw this <laughs> yeah, out to had, the listeners. 
if you had the Tony Khan money. <laughs> sabi ni TK sa'yo, kahit anong kanta, kahit hot dogs pa yan, which is, fun fact, one of the hardest songs to get licensed kasi yung mahal niya. But, early days of PWR, ano, totoong songs yung ginagamit na. Oh, diba? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Ito, si Bruce Lim says a song that was actually played in a PWR show, Never Gonna Give You Up, diba? <laughs> Wait, Ro, ano yung first team song mo? Like, when, when, uh, you, and, uh, when you were in DualShock? When I was in Dual Shock, it was a post rock song. I forgot the title. Uh, I also forgot the artist. <laughs> uh, it's somewhere in my playlist, but it was a post rock song. And then I eventually grad- gravitated to Kanye's Blood of the Leaves. And then if I were to uh, get a licensed song now, uh, as you know, as our current characters in MSG, I would. Probably try to go for We've Got It Going On by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Sabi ni Joseph Shello, Sad But True by Metallica. That's what he would license if he had the Tony Khan money. <laughs> Sabi ni JK, Hail to the Chief para empowering <laughs> music. <laughs> Emil, on, Emil on Kumu says he wants Nirvana smell, uh, smells like teen spirit. So yeah, that's a good choice. I think uh, I think popular choice in the indies if you are, in a, if you are a wrestler. Actually, it's it sounds and looks like something you would play if you play an armory or oh, something. Yeah. You know, like my, my first entrance theme in PWR was "Over" by Drake, and then I shifted between Drake songs and Eminem songs for a while. But if I had Tony Khan money, I'd probably pay uh, Dick the license, and I'd, I'd use "Alay sa mga nagkamalay ng dekada nobenta." Because sobrang bangis ng guitar riff niya. That would be my my answer. Iko Chino, what's your what's yours? I, I walked out uh, during a comedy show. I walked out to Mark Ronson's "Uwi," uh, which is uh, has always been my go to walkout song. I say just even before you get to the lyrics part, ang haba So Stan would know this. Yeah, <laughs> that's automatic bed right there. Right, you could use it as walkout <laughs> music. How about the other listeners on Kumu and on Facebook? Let us know if you had Tony Khan money. What did you license? Because we've seen all these all these songs now, now fixtures now of AEW programming, Tarzan Boy, for, for Jungle Boy, or you okay, Orange um, Cassidy. Orange diba? Cassidy, Pixies, diba? where's yeah, my mind? I love that song now. Like when I first heard it, I go, eh, not, not my thing, di bagay. And then now I get how it really fits the whole uh, counterculture idea yeah. of the best friends. So, you know, it works. I, I, being being about out of the three of us, having the oldest soul. Shall we say? I feel <laughs> I, I really like the song selection that comes out of AEW. Because mga soundtracks to would fit right into something like a Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Diba? Yeah, it's all seventies, eighties yeah. uh, pop songs and rock. Eh, songs. Yung Cody Rhodes na rakrakan sa bilang may suitog. Labo na That's that's all Cody right here. <laughs> this is my company. <laughs> uh, I can do whatever I want. Right? No best example, no better example than that. Uh, <laughs> So there you have it. Those are our um, TBT natin for this week. If you have Tony Khan money and you could license any song as your entrance theme, what would it be? And if you want to keep the conversation going, you can hit us up on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod, TikTok at Wrestling2XPod, or on Facebook and Instagram. Do follow us at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's get to our picks of the week before we remind everybody again about the new Era Caps promo. 
Uh, so my pick is the Cruiserweight Championship match between Kushida and Santos Escobar, two out of three falls. I really love two out of three falls matches in general. And I love it when must fast pace you match. So usually you get that from the Cruiserweight style. And with people like Kushida, who are also very technically based, it's an added element that really appeals to me. So they had everything I wanted in that match. And I'm really thankful that we got that as this week's main event. All right. Um, my pick is that. No, so my pick was that because I... I was gonna dibs it, but then I failed to dibs it because I didn't think anyone else was gonna pick it. <laughs> so I don't want to pick anything else. I'll pick what I'll, I'll plus one what Stan picked, and I just wanted to add. Uh, I am really excited for Kushida being cruiserweight champion because uh, more than Santos Escobar, he's a bigger name. So I think he's gonna elevate the prestige of the cruiserweight championship. Sana uh, uh, maging main event worthy siya in the future like it was this week. Yon, uh, can't wait to see what what other challengers are in store. Uh, my pick goes out to main event. That's right. It, it's Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet. And wow, you're watching main event now. <laughs> I actually just watched the main event because I saw Mustafa Ali's Twitter, and it just goes to show how hard he's really trying to push. His character, his feud with the Ricochet. Because yes, again, it, these guys are only given so many things to work with, right? So it it they don't really have the world handed to them like a Roman Reigns or in this case a a, a Bobby Lashley, right? Since they share the same raw type, so they have to resort to things like main event to do to ply their craft, and I can relate to that so much because. You know, when you're only given a certain amount of time to do something, you have to make the most of it. And I feel like that's what they did with this one. And it's a feud that's still continuing. Kahit na, kahit na na, the fact that Ricochet is still able to do what he does best, which is flip around and do crazy things. It, it's still pretty amazing to watch. And especially when he gets to work with somebody like Mustafa Ali. All right. Now, uh, JK says, ang bilis ng oras. Actually, yeah, sobrang bilis nga, but that's what happens when you're having fun. So instead of being sad about it, let's make you happy by giving something to the listeners. We we love giving back here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So we've got a promo now with our friends from New Era Caps. Shout out Whoa. to them for this Macho Man Randy Savage cap. I'm flexing. You can see it here on the side. But of course, yeah, for this week, yeah, 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 yeah. there, there we go. New Era Caps, uh, Caps logo right here. And for our listeners, you can get this Hulk Hogan gift pack from us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So you've got the Hulk Hogan snapback and the Hulk Hogan t-shirt. And as Rose said, it's in the style of the 2000s na vintage na ngayon. So cool na siya ulit. So <laughs> ang total value niyan is a little under 6,000 pesos, by the way. So you want this gift pack from us and we're going to make it super simple. Watch out sa Twitter namin and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Make sure you follow us over there. Follow New Year Caps PH as well. We're going to be asking a question about Hulk Hogan. And you have to answer it. If you get it correctly, we'll be raffling it off among everyone else who gets it correctly. So there. That is week one of our collab with New Era Caps. Follow them on social media at New Era Caps PH. All right. Let's get to some uh, some plugs before we move on. You've got another way that you can support the podcast through your online shopping, and that is through our friends over at Shopee. Take it away, Ro. 
All right, guys, uh, we gave you one way to support the podcast through online shopping earlier. Here's another way. You All you got to do is use our affiliate link for Shopee. Again, same way, same way. Just got to click on the link, got to enter the link on your uh, browser before you add to cart. And before you check out, you just got to use the link tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee, tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. And you can check out the other podcasts that we do. Let's start with Chino. Sino guest not in this week on The Class Clown. All right. Hey, first of all, I have a few podcasts out this week. One with Victor Anastasio on Sabayan with Victor. And another with the Cool Pals where I get to host their second anniversary special. So that's me talking to all their significant others. So, so that's two comedy podcasts that I'm on. The third one I'm on is my own podcast where I get to our to talk to our friends from Machong Chismisan. That's Makoy Pare, that's Tito Peach and Ingo. And I just talk to them about Pinoy humor and what really gets them laughing and what gets them motivated to make people laugh. So that's coming out tomorrow, Manila time, uh, uh, on the Class Clown podcast. I forgot the name of my own podcast. Need to sleep. <laughs> Last Down Podcast on Spotify. Please give it a follow. It'll really mean a lot. Also, please give me a follow and on my social media to find out all the other podcast episodes I drop at Chino Supersized. Yeah, please follow everything that we do. Follow on deck on Spotify. Shepherd, follow the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Ro, any uh, guest appearances on your end this week? No, no, no guest appearances for me, but I will plug our uh, daily manifestation for hashtag Road to Batista. Uh, yes. Guys, if you can tweet Dave Bautista at Dave Bautista and <laughs> us at Wrestling2XPod, tell him, please. You know, appear on the podcast, guest on the podcast. Wait, we really, wait. we really are working on it. But how many followers are on Twitter? Four hundred twenty-seven. So if four hundred twenty-seven, assuming that we have bought it, if four hundred twenty-seven people tweet at Dave Bautista, you add us. That's four hundred thirty. That should be enough to convince him to guest oh. for us. Even five minutes of his time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every day, uh, I'm gonna try to daily manifest uh, that guest appearance. We are actually working on it on the side, pero sempre bahamakatulong yan. So yun, please tweet uh, all of us at you know at Dave Bautista at Wrestling Two Expand hashtag Road to Bautista. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, don't forget to follow us on social media everywhere at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter and TikTok on Facebook at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. We're going to be getting out of here in a bit, so we'll catch you next week on the next Wrestling Wrestling Podcast stream. Of course, and the Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Big shoutouts going out to our Podcast Network Asia team, to Babyface producers Nikai and Sola, who will be editing these episodes, kahit na naka-holiday sila ngayon. And to our Muslim brothers and sisters and friends, Eid Mubarak to all of you. I hope everybody's having a good holiday um, as it winds down. I hope everybody stays safe. Wash your hands. Please keep wearing your masks. And if you can, please go and get yourself registered so you can get vaccinated. Una una. And please also register to vote. Sobrang importante nun because election day is less than a year away. Ganun kalapit before we all hold people accountable. And that's important. So please, on behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Signing out for this week. We're out. Peace. Bye-bye. Pala to. Wait. Oh, all right. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs>
Wait, wait, hold on. Bye-bye. All right. See you. Peace. <laughs> Whatever. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.